Amen. I'm just going to read a couple verses quickly, and then you'll be you can be seated in just a moment. Proverbs chapter four. Proverbs chapter four again. Great to see brothers and sisters fight. Brothers and sisters fight. <clears throat> Good to see Frank able to be with us tonight. Love my friend. Appreciate you, bro. You're awesome. Amen. Brother Frank is a good man. Amen. Good to see everybody else here tonight. I'm glad that Brother Jeremy is able to be home with family and here safe. Been working to keep all the lights on with all the, the water damage and storm winds and everything. And, and uh, so glad that God has kept him safe and he's home today. Praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 25, Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder, think about, consider the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. I'm just going to give you a declaration tonight for the title and that is simply this watch your step watch your step amen god i thank you that you have in jesus name in jesus name praise the lord Amen. Would you give the Lord a hand clap as you're seated tonight? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. A number of years ago, I had the, I say privilege, and it was a privilege to meet a, a gentleman uh, by the name of John uh, Raper. That was his, that's his name. He was rose to the rank of colonel in uh, the Marine Corps, he was in the Army and then went back into the Marines. He served three tours in Vietnam. And I remember a story he was sharing with me that has resonated with me. Uh, he was going in at the time, I believe he was a captain. I don't believe he had, wasn't a colonel yet. And he, was, he would be the first boots on the ground and the last boots uh, to leave when he would uh, go in on a, in a Huey with his with his group, his company, and uh, he said he was a company commander. I think he said there was about 113. I know Brother Krantz might know the numbers, but I, I think he said it was about 113 men. Um, he served three tours. He had two silver stars, six purple hearts, um, and he was telling the story that they were coming in, and they, they had elephant grass in Vietnam, and you could not sometimes see the actual ground where you were jumping on. It was this elephant grass that some of it would grow six, eight feet high. And, and so you would jump not knowing um, how far you were really jumping down to the ground. You could misjudge. you think you might be jumping six feet and it was two feet, or you might think you're jumping a foot or two feet off the ground and you're actually jumping six to eight feet before you hit. So they would, they would jump, and a lot of times he said you would, you would jump expecting to hit the ground and just roll with it. Well, he jumped, and it was a pretty good uh, jump, about five, six feet off the air, he jumped into the grass and he rolled forward. And of course, when he um, would, would, would jump, they were always prepared. They were locked and loaded. The safety was off. He was good to go. And uh, he said on this one particular uh, 
jump out of the helicopter. He jumped and rolled, rolled up, and he looked right in front of him, reared up a, he said, of course, to him it was the biggest thing he had ever seen, but it was a very large king cobra that reared its ugly head right in front of him. And I'm listening to him tell the story, and he, he said, um, it just reared right in front of me. I said, what did you do? He said, I gave that dude all 30 rounds. <laughs> Sometimes you can watch your step and you can still come face to face with the devil. You weren't even looking for him. But I think it's important that you are ready for him. We need to watch our step. I've had people tell me, you better watch your step. You see signs, watch your step. You see stairs or slopes, slants, uneven ground. There's a, usually signs. Now there's a code for everything because everybody sues everybody if anything happens. So you have to have a warning sign. Sometimes you just have, this is a warning sign to all the warning signs. I, watch your step. Tonight, I would tell you tonight to watch your step because the decisions you make will have eternal ramifications for you and your family. I know we're not shouting and screaming and hollering right now. But I think it's important that we be reminded we need to watch our step. Is the enemy of our soul, the devil, would like nothing more than to destroy you. 1 Peter 5.8 5, says, Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, we do have an adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. May devour. I just say, no, you may not. Whom he may devour. If he's devouring you, it's because you're letting him. Say, no, you may not. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions, hardships, pains, all those experiences are accompanied or accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Thankful that we have solid ground to stand on. That we can say, no, you may not. Jesus looked at Peter He's been walking with Peter for three years. He's been hanging out with Peter for a while. And he looks at Peter and he says, Satan hath desired to have you. Before he did that, he didn't call him Peter. He said, Simon, Simon, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. Jesus, you already changed his name to Peter. Why are you calling him Simon. Because the devil wants the old man back. The devil wants Simon back. He, does, he doesn't want Peter. He, he, wants, he wants to pull you back in the trap. He wants to pull you back in the same net. He wants to pull you back in the same miry clay. Peter, he, 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 wants, he wants Simon back. He doesn't want Peter. He wants the old man back. The Bible tells us, Paul admonished Timothy in 1 Timothy, that to not be a novice, lest 
he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. The devil's been the devil a long time. He's been a bad dude for a long time. He's been hated and hateful a long time. Before we came into existence, before we were born, the devil was already being bad. He's evil. Praise the Lord. It just—it is what it is. And Isaiah warned the people of God 2,800 years ago in Isaiah 24, 16, the treacherous dealers have dealt very treacherously. Fear and the pit and the snare are upon thee, O inhabitant of the earth. Beware of the pit, the hole that you can fall into. Brother Fight was preaching to us just a moment ago and he talked about the midnight hour and he talked about Paul and Silas and he talks about in the boat and for 14 days they had no, no light. There was no, no sunshine. It was cloudy. It was dark. It, they, they had no light. They could not see the sun. They end up in a prison and they are, they, there's no light there. Sometimes it feels like you're in the pit. Maybe you might be, if it's dark, I'm just going to say this, if it's dark, maybe it's because you fell in the pit. Maybe it's because you dug yourself in the pit. <laughs> or maybe you are in a place where you have been positioned. I, don't you just love people when they... When, when something bad in your life happens and they look at you and they look at you like Job's friends did and said, you did something wrong. <laughs> we do need to watch our step and be not ignorant of the devil's devices and be aware that God, God has given us a way out and we can resist the devil. But we need to understand that the devil wants us to fall in the pit. He, he wants to, to steal, to kill, to destroy. We need to be careful that when we... When we commit sin, that, there's a, that we can be in the pit. But just because it's dark doesn't mean that you're in a pit of sin. I just want to make this clear, clear tonight. There's a difference between location and placement. Location is simply where you are. Placement is where someone has put you. You might be in a dark hour in your life, but that might be the very place God has put you there. So... I'm not talking about sin. I'm talking about you might be going through something because God's trying to do something in you. He puts you in a situation so he can do something in you. Just because it's dark doesn't mean you're wrong. I don't know who this is for. Maybe this is for me. Just because it's dark and you haven't seen the light of day for 14 days doesn't mean that you are in sin. And the devil will try to say, hey, it's dark and you must have done something wrong. Well, if you're doing something wrong, stop digging. If you're in a pit of sin, get out. <laughs> so I've got good news for you. Talking to a, a number of years ago, talking to a substance abuse counselor. His name's Evan. He was... Uh, he was in gangs in Los Angeles. This guy had done just about everything you could think of in gang activity. He, he was everything. Gangs do. He did. And he shared with me and a number of students 
he was sharing, he said, you know what, I, I got to the point in my life, I reached rock bottom. He goes, I knew it was rock bottom because that was, that was the place in my life where I stopped digging. <laughs> I said, but what, when you stopped digging, what, what, what happened next? He, he said, I reached a point where I realized there was no way out but up. I said, then what? He said, I looked up. He said, I stopped looking and listening to myself and to those around me in the same pit that I was in. He said, but I began looking and listening to someone else for a change. I said, and, and, I, and I knew we're in a public system, and I said, and because I knew where he was going with that, and I said, hey, Evan, and, and who, who was it that you were looking, looking to? He said, I was looking to Jesus. Micah 7 put it this way, therefore I will look unto the Lord, I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me, rejoice not against me, O mine enemy, for when I fall, I shall arise. And when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. I may find myself in a dark place. It may be that I put myself there. It may be that I was tripped up and I fell there. Or it may be I was allowed to, I was placed in that dark place. But when I fall, rejoice not against me, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness... Feel like there's a theme here tonight when i sit in darkness the lord shall be a light unto me if you are in a dark place and you feel the depression and the despair of this life look up unto the lord why because there is a way out there is an escape from the pit. Matthew 12, Jesus said to his disciples, What man shall there be among you that shall have one sheep, and if it fall into a pit on the Sabbath day, will he not lay hold on it and lift it out? How much then is a man better than a sheep? This is God in the flesh saying, I'll get my hands dirty to lift you up out of that pit. Psalm, the psalmist put it this way in Psalms 37, 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. This is talking about a good man. This is a good person. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand, or lifts him out with his hand. Say, so, well, I fell. Well, falling's not good, but it doesn't make you bad. It makes you human. <laughs> Making a mistake doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you a human. We do need to watch where we're going. We do need to avoid the traps. We need to not be ignorant of the enemy's devices. The Bible says a wise man sees those and avoids them. I'm paraphrasing. 
We need to be wise to the ways of the enemy. He'll try to trap you in the internet. He'll try to entrap you in the world wide web. Lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, the pride of life. Hello? <laughs> I'm thankful for the word that's not bound. As Psalms 119, 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And even though I'm, we may find ourselves in a dark place, the word of the Lord is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It is better to not fall in the pit to begin with. And I'm not, I haven't even preached three quarters of this message. And I'm going to close with this. It's better to not fall in the pit to begin with. Can I get an amen? amen. It's better to walk in light and not ever be in the dark pit. It, it's better not to fall and make a mistake. But the good news is that when we do, I know a just man follows seven times and riseth up. I'm thankful that I have the word of God that's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. James 4, 7 says this. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. The devil comes and entices you, and I don't know we're enticed by our own lust, but the, the devil's been a tempter a long time the devil comes and tries to tempt me amen matter of fact there's people that tempt me sometimes I wonder we sometimes probably tempt ourselves <laughs> but if we learn to submit ourselves to God we'll be able to resist the temptation so, with that being said, be careful where you're going. Watch your step. And watch who you're walking with. Eve had, had a conversation with the serpent. That didn't end so good. If you're walking with people that speak with a forked tongue, they're probably a serpent. If you're walking with people that bite you and it's poisonous, it might be a serpent. Samson, Delilah, Saul, Am Amalek. Be careful who you walk with. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, and I, I, in, in some of this, I've, I've gotten, a, I think, a theme for our men's retreat, and I'll, I'll, I'll clue you in just a little bit. But Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him out. When I'm going through a dark time, or even if I fall, I don't need a buddy. I appreciate golfing buddies. I don't need a golfing buddy. I need a, I need a brother. I need a friend. Proverbs 17, 17, a friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. The Bible talks about those that fall, the, the, those of us that are spiritually able. Restore such a one. Have mercy. Be gracious. Pray them out. Why don't you, why don't you help get them out of the pit? 
let's just be real. Sometimes people get in a pit in a dark place, and it takes a while to get them out. I have family members that have dealt with depression. It can take a while to get them through that. People think, you know, and, and I believe God can just snap his fingers and psh, they can be delivered. But sometimes it, it's a process. It can take some time. Ye who are spiritually able, restore such a one. Lift him up. Amen. I know this is, this is just teaching. I'm just, I only had 15 minutes, so it's all good. Come back Sunday and we'll sing and shout and dance about. Proverbs 27, 17. Let's stand. Iron sharpeneth iron. So a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Co-worker of mine, he's since retired, but he used to, he'd say this all the time. Matter of fact, he called me on the phone about a week and a half ago, and I heard him say it again. He said, you can, you can uh, beat me up, just don't beat me down. Be, go ahead and beat me up, just don't beat me down. Amen. I, I, want, I, want, I want to surround myself with brothers my friends in the Lord that when I fall, they'll lift me up. When we're going, we find ourselves in a position that we have been placed in. Maybe not even sin. It's just a dark time in life. It rains on the just and the unjust alike. It's been raining around here a lot. And when it's raining, most of the time you don't see the sun. It gets pretty dark. Rains on the just and the unjust alike. Sometimes it's raining, sometimes you feel like you're in a dark place. That's when we need the body of Christ the most. Maybe to quote scripture, maybe to give an encouraging word to lift us up out of whatever situation we're going through. Amen. I really thought I had my message I was going a little different direction, but this is where we are. Praise the Lord. Well, hallelujah. I just have good news tonight. If you are in the pit, you don't have to stay in the pit. If you're in a dark place, just give us some time. Just trust in the word. I'm telling you. Was it, was it this phrase, Sister Christy? You can just, and I could be wrong. The sun will shine again. She was going through a dark time, had a horrible experience. I won't get into all of that. And I guess somebody said that at the time. I don't know how many years transpired, but it was and it was a few years ago now. And I remember the Holy Ghost moved in this place, and I, I felt the Lord dealing with me and speak to me. And I felt like I and I felt like I said I have a word for somebody. And I said the the sun will shine again. Was that on the very day? I think it was like a anniversary or something like that of that occasion. She came up and said so many years ago. This is the exact same thing was said, and, and I feel like the sun is shining again. It may take some time. It may take some time. We go through some horrible situations in this life, but the sun will shine again. Praise God. Amen.